0: Well, if it isn't your pal... I hate my fucking name. Just the worst letters in a row. <laughs> well, if it isn't your pal, Alex Keller. And I'm Mike Harding. And this is the Tastic Voyage. your pal alex keller hi and it's the filmtastic voyage and here we are doing it filmtastic voyage time that's right we're on a voyage
1: of films and film- fancy free
0: like i like to imagine that we're on a boat and the sea is just film like seaweed <laughs> see i
1: i picture more of a space setting because i picture you a man uh, you know more of a man of space not of not of uh water
0: yeah i guess that's also true but as, as long as i get to wear a captain's hat
1: <laughs> well, you know, exploring cool aliens with right? a hat and a hat. Yeah, they'll they'll love your hat. Don't worry, aliens will love your hat. My skipper's hat. I have. With that said, have have I seen you in a hat? I actually hate hats. I never okay. wear hats because I don't wear hats. You I don't, don't like, wear hats.
0: No, I I wear sunglasses, and that's it. I think pe- certain people
1: have a face, or certain people have a a head shape for a hat. I don't. I have my hat's my head's too fat for a hat. I got a fat, big, fat head. <laughs> you know, uh, you have a you have a nice you have a nice size
0: head, Alex. So there you don't you go. need you don't need to patronize me, man. Make me feel better. I know, I know what I look like. All right. Well, hey, you know what I'm
1: curious about? I don't feel like I've lost hair, but I keep thinking
0: I'm gonna lose hair. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? This is gonna, it's gonna segue into that sh- those sh- fucking commercials I keep hearing every goddamn hour. Oh, the Snoop Dogg commercials. Yeah, the Snoop Dogg commercials nowadays. I'm glad you brought
1: that up. Okay, so for anybody at home on Spotify, if you don't pay for it, you get these Snoop Dogg commercials. It's uh, not just
0: Spotify. It's like I've listened to podcasts, like podcasts are sponsored by it. Like it's like everywhere. Oh wow! There's, 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 not just Snoop Dogg, but like this this service.
1: But it's also like boner pills. Yeah,
0: you got boner <laughs> pills. <laughs>
1: And I'm thinking to myself, man. Okay, so how is someone, how is someone a music legend, but also
0: having to do boner pill commercials? Well, I find it stupid because he's like, I don't got this problem, but man, you should try these pills. Right. Yeah. It's like, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Why, do, why even get? Yeah. Like, why do they even have Snoop Dogg? What is the market? I don't know. I
1: mean, he is a household name, he which is. is a weird thing to, which, which it's like a weird thing to
0: really think about. But like Snoop Dogg. A lot of people know who he is. You know, he's recognizable. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like only kids like Snoop Dogg, but like at the same time, Snoop Dogg is like you know, ten years like his fame is like ten years my senior. So like I'm sure like you know, forty year olds are also like Snoop Dogg. I think everyone gets well, to like well, okay.
1: Here's the thing: forty year olds like Snoop Dogg. Uh-huh. Uh, four year olds like Snoopy Dog, the Snoopy the dog. I think that's the mix up there. Yeah, there's Snoopy who's a dog. But then there's Snoop Dogg.
0: Yeah, and four-year-olds don't have much hair, so...
1: <laughs> hey, there you go. And, <laughs> never mind. Uh, there's a bunner pill joke in there somewhere, but I, I don't know where. Um, so, for anybody just joining us for well, the first time, this is the Filmtastic Voyage. Yeah. It's Alex and I. We're talking about films.
0: Yeah, and also the hair. I, I want you to go back to your your hair note thing you were ta- talking about.
1: Well, okay. So, yes, in addition to films, we talk about other stuff, like hair.
0: We'll get to films. We've seen lots of films yeah. this week. I got films. T- I got films on the brain. Dude, me got too. Fucking movies to talk about. Talk I, at you about. I
1: <laughs> I cannot wait, Alex, to tell you some of these movies I've seen. And
0: I bet you're just chomping at the bit to tell me too. Yeah, let's just like the audience will just keep reminding you of how much these movies we gotta talk about, and you'll just be like, Oh man. Chomping at the bit.
1: That's tonight's topic.
0: Uh, but anyways That's a a fishing metaphor It,
1: <laughs> Yes um, With hair and guys You know, it's a constant fear, right? I you, well, I can just shave my
0: head well, Like you said, I got a good shaped head Oh, well, it all comes thing. back
1: You know, you've shaved your head, I've seen it On accident I've shaved my head We both have quality, you know, shaped heads As, Yeah You know, but I, it's just a tragedy If you have to get rid of a whole head of hair
0: I suppose so I mean, Mm -hmm. I recently had, until recently, had long hair. You did. Not Longish hair. I wouldn't call it long. Well,
1: it was like uh, Harry Potter in the fourth movie, and then there was Harry Potter in the fifth movie. Yeah. Who
0: had shorter hair. Like that. It's like you. I think my hair was a little longer than his. Well, yeah. But like that, yeah. Yeah. My hair was more like, uh, more of an Anakin Skywalker length, if you will, in episode three.
1: Episode three, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not two. Not two. With the little... Whatever that, the whatever tail? that Padawan rat tail. Yeah. That was that was a, uh, a an unsavory aesthetic choice.
0: No, well, whatever. But whatever. I, I kind of well, yeah.
1: It was a fun, funny choice. Um. So, Alex, why don't we just launch right in here? What, um, what is what is a movie that you saw recently that you're just dying to tell me about? All right. Well, I'm gonna, <clears throat>
0: I'm gonna take off my coat okay talk about this one so well actually let's hold off real quick okay let's hold off real quick because i want to talk about for the
1: for the audience at home alex is holding off right now
0: so (laughs) i want to talk about something that's near and dear to both our hearts Uh that uh uh maybe a new trailer might have come out uh in the last week or so uh even though ironically last week we talked about it and the irony every time everyone so every time we talk about a movie trailer not coming out the day after the podcast the day before the podcast oh. comes out the trailer comes out right and so we sound like idiots <laughs> and so this time it was Shane Black's The Predator oh yes The yes, Predator that's
1: right and we were just talking about how
0: we're like where's the news on the Predator and then yeah the, the next day yeah wow um so I want to say here I want to preface the thing there's no movies. All movies are good until they're not. And if it looks bad, it's the market's the uh, trailers. There's only such there's no such thing as a bad movie before it comes out. There's only such thing as a bad trailer. This is al- this is already a good sign. And uh Boy Howdy, that was kind of a bad trailer. Yes.
1: No, I I agree. Um, not
0: thrilled not thrilled about it I used to like but like I can't like it's not like the movie itself is like that like I'm like I'm not a fan of where they're going with this movie more of it's, like it's just sort of like this is like a lazy just sort of like what is this trailer even supposed trying to say it's, yeah yeah because like there's a predator in it but like the predators not really reveal like they don't they don't do that classic bullshit thing they didn't even do with the venom thing where they sh- there's a money shot of the predator at the end i mean there uh-huh. kind of is but like it's not really a money shot but like, there's no like you know how the pre- trailer for predators had the end of the, the predators trailer had that scene that's not even in the movie where adrian brody has a bunch of laser oh. the, the laser lights up here sh- sh- on him yeah
1: what the fuck that wasn't in the movie yeah but it's a cool ass
0: thing it's one yeah. of the that's a classic made for trailers type thing which is you know whatever um, but that's what you kind of want. This one is just sort of had, like, a bunch of stuff and things flipping around, people looking serious, and then the Predator kind of throws a guy against a wall, and then that gets it. It's like, why... It doesn't treat the Predator with any reverence. No. Which, you know, you don't need to, but it also doesn't treat... I don't know. It's just... It's just... It's totally... It's just weird. It's kind of weird. And also, you get a bit of that nice Shane Blackitude, um, with, like, those two guys being like, oh, yeah, he definitely saw something. And, like, it's like, uh-huh. you know, it's like, oh, it's fun, but... Yeah, it's just sort of a, a confusing kind of just wet fart trailer. No offense wet to Wet fart trailer. I'm just talking about the trailer, though. I really The movie definitely could be good still, and I really hope it is good because I love Predator so much. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. So what, uh, one thing I noticed in the trailer is it did not have... Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but it did not have Keegan-Michael Key in it?
0: It did. He, he, he's one of those people that looks out a window and goes, huh!
1: Oh, okay. You know, and okay. that's it. Okay, well, then that's that's good at least. But
0: see, okay,
1: I'm going to relate this. This relates to The Predator, but uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit of a roundabout right now, okay? So just like, I recently joined... Just like what? I was going to say like, yes. But. Just like, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. The band Yes with the album Fragile. With, with that kick-ass with, bass line. With, yeah, and it's the song Roundabout. Anyways, I recently <clears throat> joined
0: Letterboxd. Yeah, just uh, finally. I, right. I've been doing that for months now. And I know that site's probably been on for years, so I'm I'm late to the game. What's your handle? Batman Crothers. Batman Crothers. And I'm my I'm my
1: usual pen name, Mister Kerosene. So hey, everybody, you should friend us and check out our reviews. Anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. um, I don't. I only do ratings. I don't do reviews. I've noticed. I don't like. To, I used to do reviews when I used to work do Flickster, which was a part of Facebook a long time ago, and then I kind of. Got tired of having to write a paragraph for every movie I saw, so I'm just like, "Fuck it, I don't care."
1: See, I, I, see, man, you can, you can, uh, you can bury me in that shit. I'll, I'll swim in that shit. Well, people
0: will read it, I'm sure. But like, I just, it was just me being lazy mostly. It's like I see lots of movies. I see like two or three (laughs) new movies a week. I don't have to write a paragraph about what I thought. And most of the time, three sentences. Well, most of the time, it's like this movie's like, "Yeah, I saw. it. It was all right." Like I don't want to write yeah. anything, or sometimes it's like super good, and I don't want to have to go into some sort of essay about why it's good. It's like that's what true. a great movie! <laughs> like, don't ask me to like write you exactly why I think *Silence of the Lambs* is so good. It just sort of is.
1: Well, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I
0: could if you want me to. I'm not gonna, but
1: I know what you mean. Sometimes movies are good, and you and you you have nothing to, you know, th- there's nothing to say about them. They're just good, and then that's it, right? Hmm. Um, so the first. The the first review I wrote was about Predator, mm-hmm. and what I said in the in the review was like I feel like other creative teams uh, didn't get what the what why this movie was successful. I feel like other creative teams that have made Predator movies don't understand why this movie is successful. And then someone commented back saying, "Oh, what don't they get?" And then we got in this whole thing. But actually, he was very gentlemanly about it. So, you know, not to knock him. But here's the thing, okay? You have the first Predator movie. Mm-hmm. That movie is not about the Predator. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like how Jurassic Park, in large part, is not about the dinosaurs. Predator the movie is about... a. It's a charismatic ensemble cast... That that carry this energy throughout the movie, and you're interested in the movie because you're interested in them.
0: Yeah, and also the concept of Predator isn't really like it isn't doesn't really form itself to like half an hour in. Before right. that, it's just a bunch of dudes on a mission.
1: Well, and and like the slug line for that movie was probably something like, "Hey, these commandos go into the jungle, and then the jungle starts killing them." It probably wasn't. Oh, hey. These commandos going into the jungle, and this super cool alien comes out of nowhere. And look at all this technology and
0: blah blah blah. I I, I, I might be wrong, but uh, I think one of the concepts was like the writers were like, I want to make a movie that starts like Rambo and then ends like Alien.
1: Okay. Yeah. But either way, it, it it there's a lot of that movie where you're sitting there thinking like, man, like what is this thing that's killing these people? And then finally, when it's revealed, it's like, oh, this is like really fucking cool, right? Yeah. And the problem is, I think. Part of the problem is, is like, once you make that movie again, and everybody knows what the predator looks like and what the predator's about, and all this stuff, like, I think it's hard to recreate a movie like yeah, that. Yeah, the
0: toothpaste like, is out of the tube, as they say.
1: Yeah, you know, the rabbit's out of the hat, right? But then the problem I think also with the sequels is they they lean too heavy into either the sci-fi elements mm-hmm. or they lean too heavy into trying to involve the predator more whereas like dude just like have it have like it should have the same momentum momentum as the first one where you don't see this thing like i think the trailer i'm fairly certain the trailer for predator the first movie mm-hmm. you don't you don't see i'm sure I,
0: you probably just predator. get that 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 the pov the 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 yeah. thermal vision yeah yeah Um, now, yeah, I think, like, also, because, like, good sequels usually take the concept and flip it on its head, either, like, a little or entirely. Like, Aliens was like, we're going to take Alien, we're going to make an action movie. Yeah. With a lot of Aliens. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's a bit of a flippage. So, like, but the Predator sequels are basically, the Predator's going to hunt a bunch of people, and then the Predator's going to hunt a bunch of people, and then, (laughs) you know... It's kind of the same thing except with more predator, which is fine for a sequel for the bigger the bigger sequel, but it's not necessarily the better sequel yeah if you wanted to flip it, you'd have to do something like set way in the future and some human is gonna to go to the predator planet and kill himself a predator well and
1: really or what crazy. Been, what would have been great and I think I don't know if this came in up up in a, the podcast before and maybe you told me this I don't remember, but like predators right mm-hmm. i think that movie was not so bad like i think out of the out of the different predator it's the best sequels,
0: sequ- predator sequel I'd it's the,
1: yeah it's the and and really the only thing it lacked was i think like for one it didn't have much of a charismatic cast and then secondly when they got into the whole super predator hierarchy bullshit thing then it's like okay this is
0: yeah it, Weird. I would. It reminds me. Speaking of like, and also like the the super p- hierarchy thing. It's like the Predator version of Jurassic Park three, where it's kind of the same quality. Yeah. It's not like a terrible movie or anything, but there's this like it's kind of eh, and. Also, it has like, oh, you thought T Rex is badass? We'll try the super T Rex. <laughs> well, how cool
1: would it would would it have been if in Predators you have a cryogenically frozen. Um, What's his face? Dutch, Mm -hmm. right? You have Dutch that survived. And he's like, hey, cryogenically freeze me until you have the technology for me to go out and hunt this thing. So the movie just starts off with this. Why has he aged so much? Huh? Well, I don't know. See, I don't know, right? Uh, You you can explain that detail away however you want, right? Mm. But what would have been a great sequel, I think, would have been Dutch... Somehow, in some weird, like, whatever fashion, (laughs) going to the Predator planet and hunting a Predator, Mm -hmm.
0: you know? And I also think that another thing is that, like, the Predator is is, is kind of almost a send-up of the 80s and 80s action movies. Yes. So it should also be kind of like, you'd like, you need, like, The Rock or someone or Vin Diesel or both or whatever to do their kind of brand of action. And then the Predator comes into it. Right. Like, it'd be cool to have one of them, like a vehicular Fast and Furious type movie, and then the Predator shows up. That would be... In the Predator mobile. That's the (laughs) thing.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Yeah, I think... Yeah, you're right. Like, the the first Predator movie was... You know, you're watching these really overblown, overdone, overacted 80s action heroes, right? That are just... It doesn't matter how muscular or crazy or cool they are they're just getting picked off effortlessly by this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that again was lost I think with the sequels, like especially the second one, like come on Danny Glover like that dude would have been dead like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm sorry, but he would have been dead. Um I don't know. We'll see how this new one is, whatever. Uh it has the guy from old or sorry, Logan, right? It has that villain from Logan, is that who that is?
0: With the robot hand guy? Yeah. Maybe. I, he's I think that's him. A little generic looking. Apologize to him. I apologize. Yeah. Apologies, sir. But he seems to be the main... He was great in Logan's. So. The main
1: character. Yeah, and that gives me hope, you know? I mean, he he seems like he has some chops, right? Um, Let's see what this guy's name is, because I'm curious, and I'm not going to find it, so fuck it, whatever. Um, But yeah, what else? I mean... It's got a little know. kid from Room. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Boyd Holbrook, and he was in Logan. He was that guy from yeah, yeah. from Logan. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. It comes out in September. In September. Yeah. Uh, huh. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: I love Shane Black. Hey, if anything, that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not really concerned about the movie. I'm more just commenting on the. The trailer itself because i i've mentioned before i love trailers i love the art of trailers and so if a trailer is Subpar. less less than good i just want to treat it as its own little little self-contained little film you know yeah but the best kind of, like good trailers those like good trailers are good like kind of like that where they kind of like have like a they have a you know there's a rhythm to them and stuff and i still think like you know like the best trailers of all time are still like uh the original girl with the dragon tattoo trailer and like mm-hmm. most most fincher trailers um, and like the three hundred trailer, and like these kind of trailers are just like fuck yeah, and like they're not necessarily like a well, those are kind of yeah, you know, maybe not like in a kind of like rock and roll kind of way, but like a, just like it's like I want to see that kind of trailer, like a good trailer for a more recent trailer. That's a really good trailer. Is uh, what's it called? Uh, Sorry to bother you. That trailer. Oh, that yeah, that trailer just that like was knows great. what it is. And that was just, great. And it's just like holy shit.
1: Well, yeah, and and okay, so one concern I have with uh, Shane Black. Mm-hmm is his movies are always really fun. I think, right? Has yeah. he ever done a darker movie?
0: I haven't seen one. He might have.
1: Okay. Because, I mean, if we're going hard R, Predator, like, you know, guts and gore and all that, Uh, I don't know. I just hope it's, like, tonally handled more like Predator and less like... uh. uh the nice guys or whatever i don't right? know i
0: mean you hire shane black you kind of getting getting a bit of a shane blackitude which yeah. is fine again like that might be what sets it apart is just the sort of shane blackness of it right yeah
1: you know i was just curious right now and i looked up uh john mctiernan's work uh he's the director of the original predator
0: he's quite quite a, he had a quite a streak
1: he did uh he just I, I guess
0: has he has he passed no he got uh in trouble for tax problems oh. like tax evasion or something or i forget exactly or maybe okay. or was he or was he like spot like did he Like spy on somebody, I forget the exact reason, but he got basically thrown in jail and blacklisted. Okay, but yeah, for the early eighties, nineties, he had like, what did he do? I, I, I can't. I'm not seeing what. Well, I can, I can list. Well, I know, I know, off the top of my head, that he did the Hunt for October, and he did Commando and Die Hard, and well, Predator, and what was like one other big one.
1: Mm, He didn't do Commando. He did. He didn't direct Commando, at least.
0: What he didn't? No, No, who did Commando? That was. Who did *Commando*?
1: I have no idea, but it's so okay. He went from his first movie was in '86. His last movie was in uh, 2003. Uh, *Nomads*, *Predator*, *Die Hard*, *The The Hunt for Red October*, *Medicine Man*, which I've never heard of. *Last Action Hero*, which I haven't seen, but I would be curious to see. *Die Hard* with a Vengeance. Okay, so he did both the good *Die Hard*. *Die Hard* three.
0: *Die Hard* three is actually. Uh, almost my favorite i heard it's 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 a a bit of a toss-up it depends on what you're feeling that day
1: it's they're both really good both really good villains too my god the ruber
0: brothers yeah
1: uh the 13th warrior never saw that i heard it was good the thomas crown affair which uh what you know what i remember about the thomas crown affair No, no 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 never mind Different movie, uh, and then he did Rollerball, and then his last mu- his last movie was Basic.
0: Oh, I remember Basic. I didn't see it, but I remember the trailers and all that stuff. Um, okay. It's the you said that you hadn't seen Last Action Hero. Um, nowadays, people are like, "Oh man, what a like you know a be- a movie before its time. What a gem!" It's just not that good, though. The problem is with that. Well, it's like a cult classic, right? Yeah, but it's like the problem is it's like half an hour too long, or maybe even twenty minutes. But like it's kind of gag wears <laughs> off really fast and also like it does the thing that bothers me where it doesn't have rules for the universe it sets up oh, yeah. so it's like i'm gonna go inside a movie and I'm gonna fuck around but you're not are you inside a movie are you inside every movie because the movie like flip-flops between oh, what it yeah. is the movie doesn't know if it's every movie universe connected <laughs> or if it's just the one movie because it doesn't make any sense if it's the, the, it, it's it kind of does a lot bits bits and pieces of the ladder, but it doesn't make any sense there are no rules to it. it bothers me
1: well, yeah, no, I mean, and justifiably so. You need to know the rules to your world. Hey, listen, everybody, your world can be anything, all right? But it, you need to have rules for it, mm. all right? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I never saw Last Action Hero. I heard it wasn't that great. Uh, but, hey, man, Alice in Chains did a sweet song for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Such a sweet song by Alice in Chains for the Last Action Hero. So at least it got that, right? And I say that as an Allison Chains fan, anyways. um, So yeah, Uh, Alex, listen, man, I'm just dying over here to know. Throw me a movie.
0: Oh right, throw throw me a movie. What uh, what what do you what do you got in your uh, holster there? So here's so I watched a movie that um, you might say that I have some issues with. Uh, it was a certain hit, big hit last year. Really? Uh big... No, I don't know if it's a smash hit, but people enjoyed it a lot, um, and I don't know why, or I don't want to say that, because that's mean, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it was a certain little movie, a little uh, Hugh Jackman did, he called The Greatest Showman. Oh, God. Okay.
1: And I am curious about this, because I haven't seen it either, nor did I really... It didn't appeal to me. So,
0: I like... Well, I like musicals, if they're good, mm-hmm. Um uh, I like a good old fashioned kind of fun time musical. Chicago is one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. Yeah. Um, and even that was a movie that, even when I was in my anti musical, you know, late, early teen, like late or tween boy phase, with, like, musicals are for fucking sissies or not. Yeah. But that's not what right. I thought. I just didn't. I just thought they were like, oh, it was, I, know I, was, you, I know what you that mean. It was like high school musical around that time, you know? And so it was just like, oh, musicals are garbage or whatever. I know what you mean. But even then, I love Chicago. It's mostly like, I don't know, it was, it was a thing.
1: When you're feeling that teen angst, but musicals don't have any.
0: Yeah. So the so the greatest <laughs> showman. I'm gonna I'm to preface it with some things that are good. Yeah. Crack this crack this egg open. It's man. got some. You know, it's mu- the musical bits of it. The sort of the the singing and dancing. Most of the dancing. Fantastic dancing. Everyone's dancing around. Uh huh. And the singing wasn't like. I think it was a little auto-tuned at times, but for the most part, it was perfectly fine. Zac Efron's awesome. Oh, like, okay. He's an actual. And um, Zend- Z- I think it's Zendaya. Can you look up her name? Uh, Mary Jane from Spider-Man? Oh, I forget. uh,
1: that sounds right, but um, man, and I hope I pronounce this right. Yeah,
0: it's it's Zendaya, great, yeah, yeah. She's great. I mean, like Hugh Jackman's great, like the cast is a good cast, yeah, good cast, good good dancing, good all that fun stuff that you want, from like an, an intern to a very superficial level, it's a very enjoyable movie, but beneath the surface. I, I had a lot of issues with it. First and foremost, I was, I. was this was a movie I just sort of wanted to see because it's like, oh, a fun time musical, eh? I'll see that eventually. Not uh-huh. in theaters, though. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised immediately about the sound where I was like, oh, this is like... You expect something a little more classical, a little more of the time period set in. But the problem is every song sounds like a generic pop song. Oh. And I was like, oh, huh. And as the movie went on, every song was a generic pop song. Like they all blend <laughs> together. I cannot tell you a single song. The only song I can tell you that was actually kind of like memorable was the one which I, uh, apparently was nominated for an Oscar. The big one. The big yeah. Well, there's a couple of big this ones. This is me. Yeah, that's that, a, that song's okay in yeah. terms of like just being like a pretty good song, but everything else is just sort of this like whatever and also, oftentimes really repetitive, just sort of just like like pop songs are Weird really pop repetitive. Song, yeah. Yeah. and then I was just like, "Why? Like, what is? What is?" I couldn't put my finger on. It. And then someone pointed out. I, I I heard someone was like, "It's because the songs have nothing to do with the movie." No. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's why it doesn't. Because all the songs are like, we're going to live free and we're going to have fun. And like, nothing is about starting a circus or being (laughs) anywhere specific or doing things that you want a song and a musical to do, like ground you in the fucking story. Yeah, yeah. There's only one sequence in the movie that actually has that. And that's a pretty okay sequence. I I enjoyed it because it actually is like, we're singing a song while we're like dealing with this thing, you know? Uh And that makes, I I like that kind of shit as opposed to sort of far removed. Just whatever pop song. It's not you know, it could it's just, it just really bothered me.
1: I mean, I can understand that. That there you know, if you have a musical, the the songs do need to play directly into the narrative. They mm. can't just be arbitrarily placed into a into a Well they can. They can, but but then at that point you're not the greatest showman, right? I at mean, that point you're just an okay showman.
0: It kinda of just it's it just for me, it just sort of seems like this sort of just like mass like it's just like we want to make Bunch of songs you can play on the radio that have nothing and to put do on with... on a soundtrack and yeah. sell the
1: soundtrack. Yeah. So... And, that, like, you know, who who wants to drive around their car listening to the circus?
0: Well, listening the thing, to circus like, music. the best musicals, like people... Circus problems. Like, Hamilton, right? <laughs> people love Hamilton. And, uh... That's Hamilton? The, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hamilton's uh, expertly crafted. But, I mean, like, all the songs are speci- very specific songs about something. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I own the soundtrack to that. And, mm-hmm. like, I listened to it, you know, for a little bit. But I I feel like it's probably going to be another 10 years before I, I'm driving around town listening to, you know, how Aaron Burr shot Hamilton. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to be... You don't want to pull up <laughs> to a stoplight with your window down. And it's, you know, it's about, like, uh, you know, how a clown pied in the face and now you got to... Uh, I don't know what the movie's about, but, yeah, you know, well, like how a clown pied you in the face and now you have to get revenge or something, right?
0: Yeah, second point <laughs> is that Hugh Jackman's not a character. Oh. Uh, Hugh Jackman kind of has this vague dream of being a performer or something, but it's never really established. And then he gets fired. First of all, there's a terrible sequence where he, or scene where he's in an office and it's like a classic, like, look at all the colors or lack thereof, and he feels all trapped or whatever, right? Uh-huh. He's just a cog in the machine, but... The movie, he immediately gets fired right after that, and it, like it has nothing to do with the movie at large. It's a really, it's a big waste of time. This sequence, hmm. like he never even, he didn't need to get fired. It doesn't, you know. It's, it's just sort of like, it's just, it's hard to explain without going into a lot of no, detail. No, like, I, I the whole think video I know essay, what you but mean. Yeah, it's sort of I like why do we mean. need to know that he feels stifled by his job and got fired or whatever? Someone could explain it better than I can. Um, and then he's like, "I'm gonna start a circus by." Well, first of all, he lies to get all this money, which is a good character. Um, <laughs> but, like, after that, like, the only thing he ever does, really, in terms of, like, being a character that develops, more or less, is, like, he learns, like, he should spend more time with his family, which is, like, whatever. But, like, he just doesn't... He, every scene, he's just got the same kind of, like, I'm um, you smirk, and he just sort of, like
1: just yeah. like kind of like just yeah
0: walks his way through everything and like i i don't really understand like who like it just, he
1: doesn't he doesn't have any problems or character flaws or anything
0: he's just like, a well, charming his, guy his character flaw is that he's just a you know or he's a he's a crafty businessman or whatever but like he it's like i guess his problem is he doesn't spend enough time with his family but like again it's like so light it's like it's not very important yeah well um, and i think that
1: movie was like sort of tailor made to be like the family friendly christmas movie yeah right the the
0: problem is he spends a lot of time with his family before then though he's not ignoring his family he's going he's talking to his little girls and always doing shit with them and it's only like at one point he decides to go on tour and then suddenly this storyline is introduced like an hour into the movie Uh another point of the movie is the movie's not about anything like i remember like i was sitting speaking of which i was an hour in the movie i turned to my girlfriend who was watching the movie with him like what's this movie even about (laughs) because he starts a circus at like 20 minutes into it and then, then it's just singing and dancing? And it's just singing and dancing about circus stuff until is the movie's there, over. Is there a villain? Society? I don't know. Society? There's, like, a, the, the 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 dark night of the soul, the turn of the second act is, like, kind of, like, a bunch of, like, New Yorkers are like, hey, we don't like your, your freaks, and they burn down their circus, and that's, oh. like, the only bit of, like, that yeah. and, like, this other, like, really contrived sort of romance, if you want to call it. Is it's was it just him and his wife? No, it's like he signs some some singer. Uh, oh, but which then is she's... also a big waste of time. And then there's like they try to like make make it like a thing where it's like, oh, she's got eyes for him, and Hugh Jackman's like, I'm just business, and she's like, well, oh, fuck you, buddy. It's like what, huh? And then
1: is that Zendaya? No, no, no. It's oh, some Okay, because other... she's she's with Zac Efron, right? In the yeah, movie? I'll get to that in a second.
0: Oh, okay, Uh and then she like. Kisses, like, I thought they were gonna, cause she does a thing where she surprise kisses him on stage with a bunch of photographers and stuff. And it's like, ooh, I what a thing. I hate that. And then, whole but, plot. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing is, A, when they show the newspaper, it's like, scandal. It's a fucking drawing, which is like, what? <laughs> why, why a drawing? Anyone could be like, that's just a drawing. Oh, man. And dispute that. And B, um, Hugh Jackman goes to his wife, who's moving out. This is like the the, the second act part. So his, his circus is all burnt down or whatever, and he's like, "That's that's a bunch of bullshit." She, she surprise kissed me. I didn't do anything, and she's like, "I don't care because you don't spend enough time with me." And so that that's the start and end of that entire plot. Oh she's wow! She's like, "I know, I know, I don't give a shit." And it's like it's like what a big waste of time.
1: If there's anything I hate, it's the whole like surprise kiss. The other person walks in or sees it, and then it's a whole thing where it's like, now they've left you, and then now that, you know, the whole like plot, it's usually in romantic comedies, right? Yeah. Where it's like, like, um, Bruce Almighty. Yeah.
0: That, but at that point of the movie, I always turn it off. Like,
1: that, yeah. Like that movie was pretty fun, fantastic I- until it got to that one part that didn't make any goddamn sense, and then the rest of the movie just suffered for yeah, it. Yeah.
0: They also ran out of jokes at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And also, that part, just to add insult to injury, he also, like, someone's like, oh, by the way, you're being evicted. It's like the business. He just had a, <laughs> He was shown to have a hugely successful business before this point. Where the hell does this come from? He spent it all on. Uh, but he's not shown spending it all on pokers and, and blow. blow. Yeah. He's not shown spending it on anything. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And uh, now, do you think this is a historically accurate depiction of uh, these these events? No, not at all, at all. But at the same time, you might as well make it about some fantasy character. If you're going to make it about a real person, why invite the the comparison? You know, right? Yeah, because uh, I
1: heard the real uh, PT Barnum was was not a <laughs> was not a great guy. Like,
0: I'm surprised that like the movie isn't. I feel like because the movie like uh, Hugh Jackman's not like a great guy in that movie. Also, so I oh. feel like the movie is not like isn't like, oh, look at this great guy, what a guy. But uh, at the same time, it doesn't like, also isn't like, this guy's kind of a piece of shit.
1: It doesn't make him a tragic character.
0: No, it doesn't do anything. It's also bit weird because like, so he has these, for lack of a better word, freaks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in the, mov- in the beginning of the movie, he's like, hey, well, first of all, in the beginning of the movie, he's like desolate. He's like a kid in the streets, right? And some uh, a person with a physical deformity, Gives him, like, some bread or something. I forget the what exactly. Or maybe a coin. I forget exactly. Uh-huh. And that never comes back. He's never like, oh, you know, the downtrodden. I should, like, help them get a job or something. Ne- never. Never comes back. <laughs> the reason he thinks of people is because he's in an office randomly one day and he sees a dwarf. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, he doesn't even think. He's that guy. Like, no, he's not even like that guy. He just sees it. And then he goes on his business. And then later he's in, like... In the movie, like, a month later, probably, he's like, that guy. So, I don't know. And, uh-huh. and then he's like, he goes up to the, the, this dwarf, and he's like, hey, man, people laugh at you. Why don't I get paid? And the, and, the, <laughs> and the dwarf's like, fuck off. And then and then he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to make you, like, a cool soldier character or something. And that's how he, like, tricks into getting around or something. Uh-huh. But, like, it's like, he's just a piece of shit. He's exploiting people. And the movie, like, kind of tries to be like, look at this guy. He's, like, uh, he's, uh, you know, speaking for the downtrodden or whatever. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, <laughs> all these all all of his performers after their circus is burnt down, you know, they go they go to talk to him and they're not like um that's a big bummer guy. Uh they're like we're a family. Yeah, it's like nothing he's done nothing for them <laughs> in terms of like he like looks at them and like, you know, get on stage. Yeah, you know, with a smile, he's like, "You, you can do it," and that's like the most he ever does. And sometimes he pulls out his whip and just—he Well, he doesn't do that. It's never that bad. Him. But he's like, "You can do it." And then he uh, won't let them do a party because it's full of rich people. And he's like, "No, oh, it's full. Uh, get, get out of here." And then, uh, and then his, his circus burns down. And then, he, and then, his, and then all of the circus performers are like, "We're a big family. We gotta stick together." It's like, "We're what is going <laughs> on?" <laughs> That sounds
1: like a like a that sounds like it. It's exactly what I would have thought it would have been, basically. And,
0: and then the B plot, which is the Zac Efron Zendaya plot, is useless because it's got like they have a song together, which is nice. Uh-huh. Um, and I think they both do their own dancing. Well, I, they're both singers, so they're definitely doing their own singing. And I think they're both doing. Their own oh, I didn't stun- know
1: Zac Efron. Oh yeah, High School Musical. He's a great singer. What the fuck am I talking about? He's
0: great in everything. Folks at home, watch
1: I'm not gonna watch high school musical. No, no,
0: high school musical. Watch um me and Orson Wells fucking oh. great movie. Okay. Um That was I watched that I'm like that was the only movie I that's my first movie I ever saw was Zach Guy and that was, you know, I think ap- right after high school musical. I'm like, I like this guy.
1: You could definitely tell he's gonna be a he's gonna be an actor f- you know, for his life span. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like unless he really fucks up and does something bad or, you know. Uh, I I get the feeling he's in he's in for life.
0: Um. So, but yeah, no. But like that plot, like they never really, they kind of suddenly like hold hands one day. It's like okay, I don't know. There's like a, there's like they, they the movie tries to orchestrate this big old to do that never goes anywhere. Like, you know, all, all these people's monocles fall out or whatever, and because she's seen with Zach Efron, Zach Efron and her sing a song, and then the, you know. And then he he gets hurt in a fire, and then she's there. It's like it's like he gets hurt in a fire, yeah, or something. Fire hits him, yeah. And then she's like (laughs) she stays with him, and then that's that. It's like uh, it's so barely a plot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So
1: I mean, the movie, like when I saw the trailer for the movie, it seemed like a lot of fluff. Seemed like just a lot of fluff.
0: Yeah. I would say so. This movie, you see it if you want, just like a real fluffy movie. Uh, if you want, if you want to go into, if you're look, looking into it, you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I just, I just, I was like, I just wanted like a fun time visual feast, musical, and when what I got was just a kind of bewildering, weird, kind of not great, <laughs> kind of concerning movie. Well, what I want to get into the habit
1: of doing, Alex, is when we uh, when we talk about movies. Why not spout, out, spout off some facts about them? Um, so, I mean, on IMDb, this got 7.8 out of 10. That's ridiculous. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 56%. That's, well, yeah. And Metacritic, which always rates movies, like, surprisingly low. I feel like Metacritic is, like, the harshest. Uh, it's got
0: a smaller sample size, and also, I think, because it uses the out of 10, like, you know, what's, rate the movie out of 10, which I think is not a very good system.
1: Uh-huh yeah but they, it, but metacritic gave it 48 percent. yeah um it made four hundred and thirty one point nine million dollars worldwide World I worldwide i assume yeah but hey i mean it i mean it's a success i imagine right no it's a big success like it yeah. kept it
0: had legs kept going through the holiday season that and jumanji, yeah. jumanji. but like yeah i'm so su- I don't know. I just remember seeing him like on Facebook and stuff. A lot of people were gushing over this movie, and I'm like, okay, so I'm just—it's probably just like a feel-good kind of fun movie. And I, I was just like, this movie like super problematic. Like, I, how is <laughs> how? I don't know. I just stick to Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. All no, right? no, he's he, stay where you belong. I, I would like to see him in more musicals. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I recommend it to people cause, because you know, see it, make your own opinion. Obviously, but I just had a lot of, lot of problems. Like a lot of problems. Wolverine the musical.
1: Okay. Could you imagine, like Fox's like last breath of Fox brand X Men movies, Wolverine the musical, and it takes all the all the Wolverine movies condenses them down into like we'll say like an hour and a half musical, Wolverine the musical. Eh?
0: What do you think? Like it's just, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Would Patrick Stewart sing a song? Oh, absolutely! We sing some Gilbert and Sullivan.
1: He uh, anything he wants, anything Patrick Stewart wants, he gets. A- according
0: to Star Trek movies, um, I want to go dune buggying with my friends. <laughs> Can you write that into Star Trek Nemesis? <laughs> That's true. That's a true story.
1: And also with First Contact, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but um, there was some panel I went to where the guy that wrote that movie uh was talking and by the way that guy is is at like every comic convention i see that guy i forget his name but i see that guy at like every Brent com- spiner no, no 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 it's this guy um well anyways first contact you know how uh picard stays on the ship and riker goes down to earth right Uh huh. um it was originally supposed to be riker stays on the ship and patrick stewart goes down to earth or Picard goes down to Earth, but Patrick Stewart was like, "No, I want to fight the Borg Queen. I want to. It I makes want to. more sense. It well, it does though, because Riker is traditionally a part of the away he, team, and he directed it too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, according to that writer, um, you know, according yeah. to him, that's that was a stipulation of.
0: I also thought it was funny. Like, what? Like, I'm not a, the biggest fan of First Contact compared to most people,
1: which. Just it's my breaks my second heart. Second favorite. TNG movie. You, you and
0: my dad. You and
1: my dad are, are in the club of not liking
0: it as much. And well, me, well, I have company. You know, you know me. I have, I have, I have backers on my side. Um, <laughs> I just think it's funny. It's not a bad movie, obviously. I'm not saying that. I just like Generations better. But I don't like Star. You know, I've said that before. I said it again. I don't like Star Trek. As, uh, I don't. Star Trek's not my thing. It's not my jam. Okay. But they're enjoyable movies. Yeah, um, but I always found it really funny in, in in First Contact how like there's this really exciting Borg movie, and then there's just like this other movie going on with Riker and, oh, and I pals lo- on the surface. It's like got nothing to do with what's going on, and they're just kind of having fun.
1: You know what, dude? Honestly, though, I loved that that. B plot though, with Farmer Hoggett, and he's just like this drunk guy, like just stumbling around. It's and, not a like, bad
0: plot. No, it's just I just think it's funny that, like, you know, they're just kind of <laughs> like, oh, we just gotta make make his space, dude. And you know, we're having a fun time. Smash cut to, holy shit, oh my <laughs> god! You know, yeah, it just, yeah, it's, it, it just amuses me.
1: I mean, I think Generations and First Contact, if anything, like they're they're good, like they're good, like sister movies. I think I think they're not a far crying quality from each other. The the problem I have with generations a little bit is it's a movie that is just very like, hey, we're making like a fan service movie. Yeah, like we're having Picard and Kirk fight the Klingons and like, you know,
0: <laughs> well, they just, I, don't, they, I thought they were just fighting Malcolm McDowell.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're in the what what the is Nexus? It? The, the Nexus with? But then the rest of the crew is fighting the Klingons oh, or, or something, something like something that. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah, but. Um, yeah, Brandon Braga. That's the that's the story guy that I've seen. A cool name. Seminars from.
0: Sounds like a superhero he's, name.
1: He's worked on a lot of shit. I mean, like um he's producing The Orville now. That's yeah, oh, cool. Convenient. Um Terranova. I don't know why I'm advertising this guy. But anyways, um yes. Yes, yes, Boy, yes. Well, this
0: episode I'm sure people listening to sounds like I just hate everything. <laughs>
1: No, we know you love stuff, Alex. Uh guess what I saw? I'll tell you the first movie that I saw that I want to talk about.
0: Frungoli. No. Okay. Well, that's my guess.
1: I don't think I've ever seen that. Don't. Um Lou Over the Wall. What Have is you that? heard of that? It is an animated feature that uh-huh. is out in theaters right now. Theaters, you're saying. Uh it is a anime. Oh anime.
0: Yeah. Um, M- Japanese movies.
1: Yeah, it's about this. Uh, it's well, about this mermaid that loves music and these people playing a band, and then the mermaid comes out, and then a bunch of mermaid. Like, uh, well, whatever. I won't spoil anything. But what I love about this, there's some technical things I love about this. Uh-huh. So supposedly, the way this studio works. What's and, the studio? Oh man, I wish I knew the name of the studio. But um, do
0: you know what else they've made?
1: Uh, man you're asking me the tough questions here well, i don't right? know i mean like <laughs> i don't know
0: many i know lots of na- studios by like name but not yeah. by what they do there's like Gynax and bones and yeah um i don't know fucking other places uh yeah i, I don't know it looks okay it whatever looks... my anime liking friends tell me right yeah
1: i mean there's been uh okay so House, they did de- one. devil man devil man cry baby. No, that's that new show on netflix um, well, it's just, at least it's the same art department, yeah, that did Devil Man Crybaby. Um, okay, so, anyways, what's cool is like they do the keys, the keys are hand drawn, mm-hmm. but then everything else is in Flash, and like it really works, right? Um, I don't
0: really understand, but okay.
1: Well, what I mean is like, um, uh, like i guess the keys are hand drawn and then maybe scanned or something but then the in betweens are are just digitally done in in flash i could be wrong about that but that is basically what i heard um but anyways the movie what's cool about the movie is it goes into these weird like value only um sequences where the art style it like it breaks the art style and it gets like super weird and crazy and like um so you'll be watching it, and like it's just—I don't know how to explain it. It there's just these parts where it just gets super wacky and like value only, and like like it. I, I don't know. I it, there's no way of explaining it
0: really, but it was a fun movie. That sounds fun. It was a very fun movie. Um, I have a tendency, you know. I think it's mostly just because I like movies, but and, and not television very much. But like anytime I try to get into an, an anime. Uh Tend to be like, "Eh," but but Japanese movies, which are also technically anime, I'm usually like them a lot. So,
1: oh yeah, totally. I mean, I think it it you know it works the same as it does with television and movies here, right? Like, I think there's only so much TV can do because it's on a TV budget, Mm -hmm. which is a lot smaller than a movie budget, and you have a lot less time to make something, right? So, especially with anime, like television. Like telev- TV anime, um, what I find is you, you, there's a lot of recycled animation. Well,
0: it's not just the animation. It's just sort of the stories.
1: Oh, uh, well, there's that, too. Which aren't yeah.
0: that bad. They're just sort of like, again, it's just the form of uh, storytelling I can't get into. Right. Maybe I'm just impatient.
1: No, I agree. It's uh, it, it tends to be a little bit slow-paced uh like one show that a lot of people love and i i really liked it for a little bit too was uh one punch man i watched
0: the first episode and it was like nah
1: see i thought the first few episodes were really kind of fun and cool oh, but then yeah. what happens is like it's you, you sort of get into 3 or like episode 3 or 4 or whatever and then it and then it starts slowing down and i'm just like dude like i just I liked it when he was punching monsters like why can't we see more of that but it's like him having to register with some like superhero guild and then they're just sitting there talking you know what I mean it turns into a lot of talking about like hey you can't do that because you're in the superhero guild and like uh... <laughs> yeah Um, but yeah I don't know Uh, good movie no complaints. I have some other movies to talk about, but I don't know.
0: Well, I'll trade you an animated movie for another animated movie, sure. I suppose. I sure saw it. for the first time one of the Disney Sea List um, that I haven't hadn't seen until this point, which was Disney Sea uh, List. Their sophomore CG feature. Oh no. Meet the Robinsons. Oh. Have you kay. seen it? Meet the Robinsons? Uh,
1: Alex, yes, I have, and I always use it as an example of uh time travel that I don't like. Time travel physics that I don't it like. It doesn't in a make movie. any
0: sense and I was complaining about it and, and my girlfriend's like don't worry about it. I'm like I'm very worried about it. This is non this doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Um that movie made my head hurt when it came to when it came to time travel. That movie made my head hurt.
0: Yeah, so folks at home, here's how it works is that like <laughs> the timeline doesn't make any sense because it doesn't follow any kind of established time travel pattern because you nope. think so you'd think that he would, so this movie about kid, and he he makes like an invention or whatever, and then someone goes back in time to stop him from making said invention. It's basically Terminator rules, and but then he ends up getting scooped into the future, for whatever. And he meets the Robinsons. And he meets the Robinsons, and I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, and. Uh, stuff happens and you'd think that like this would be something that was a cycle sort of like this this happens like there's a linear timeline where this all happens right right but apparently it's not the case where this the future timeline none of that stuff happened and so this kid also just gets cheat codes to everything he does in life and he knows exactly who to marry and exactly what he's going to invent because he like sees everything which is also weird if you think about it too hard Uh uh-huh and then also there's like an evil hat he invented, which he later decides I'm not ever going to invent, and it just fizzles away. But also it doesn't make sense because because like the there's, hat, the hat yeah. goes back in time and changes the future, and then the future changes with him, right? Thus, it's a linear future, but it's not because it's like a multiverse. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You need to watch it, but it, it's, it's one of the more nonsensical time travels. I mean, I'm the only one, like it's like, they didn't even have, if, if they did the Looper thing of being like, it's time travel, don't worry about it. That would have been better if they're just like, don't even think about it. See, I'm
1: not going to, no, okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, but Looper, looper la, falls into a similar category It does, but me. Looper
0: at least addresses that you're not supposed to think about it. Which I, at least, I appreciate that the fact <laughs> that this is like, just go along for the ride. The movie looks at you in the face. Looks you in the can. It says, don't think about yeah. it. Yeah. No, okay.
1: And at least, you know, Looper had Jeff Daniels, and he was fun. Well,
0: yeah, he says that. Jeff Daniels is like, right. do not look, think about it. Also, move to China. <laughs> right. Which is a great line where it's like, I was thinking about moving to Silicon Valley. I'm from the
1: future. Move to China. <laughs> it sort of mirrors reality. Uh, but, hey. Um... Meet the Robinsons. I, honestly, I saw that movie probably late high school or something. What was that, like 2004 or something that movie came out? Yeah, something like that. Um, I can't tell you That's what sick. problems I have with it specifically because I can't really remember the movie. Um, all I remember well, was... Seven. Oh, okay. So that was like a little bit after high school. Um, all I remember about the movie was there was some quiet kid... And he was, like, kind of fine. He was just, like, he was fine. He was just, like, this fine little quiet kid throughout the whole movie. And then the twist of the movie is, oh, he turns into the villain. And I'm like, that's... You got to give me a little bit more, like, than that. You got to give me a little bit more than just this kid. I don't know. It just... Does that did that happen though? That happened in that, that movie, does happen. right? And
0: it, I I think it works enough, but it's the problem is like he becomes he he turns into this guy that doesn't make any sense, right? The movie is a, it's a big. I find the movie like it's it's just like you know this is pre
1: Lassiter. Well, this is pre Lassiter. Even did. Lassiter
0: though, it's like they're still just like from an art department standpoint, like they're just they're still figuring out their pipeline. Yeah. They're still getting things. So I can't, I'm not gonna yeah. say like. Oh, like what a what a big fuck up, you know, but like no, no. They, so they're still figuring it out, and also I I, I heard some, um I think like you know because DreamWorks and Pixar had movies that come out at the same time with like yeah you, know, you got Ratatouille and I think was How to Train Your Dragon that no that was much later that was later that was like two years later I think, but like you have like you know or, no Kung Fu Panda was 2007 was it not? Oh, it might have been. Well, you either have these two amazing animated, you know, both amazingly art-directed, amazingly animated films.
1: Kung Fu Panda was 2008.
0: Well, you know, around that time. And then yeah. Meet the Robinsons is just looks, and it's like the animation's stiff in, for some characters. Uh, the look is kind of unrefined. It's just, I think it's just like a lack of... I think those two studios had pulled a lot of the available talent, the like, you know, the hot the hot shots away.
1: Well, there's that, and then also... Um, because I what I remember, what sticks out in my mind were two... And I think these are the first two. First, it was Chicken Little, and then it was Meet the Robinsons, right? Mm-hmm. Those two, I felt like they didn't have the Disney brand at all. Like, I felt like I wasn't watching a Disney movie.
0: Which is not... I don't think... I think the problem with that is that you don't necessarily want to, like, make a movie and be like, oh, how's it fit into our brand, you know? Well, the- but but you... I, uh,
1: I mean, if you're Disney proper, you sort of have to, though. I, I feel... Don't you? I mean, like, and that's the thing is like when they, I think the movie they made after that was Bolt, right, with that dog, yeah. and that felt like a Disney movie. That and was then the, everything, fr- everything from that point on. Um, that was
0: that's when John Lasseter, um, yeah, was brought on.
1: Yeah, I mean, visually, like they didn't visually, I felt like they it, this didn't feel like a like a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't know.
0: it's something off about it. like you could do a whole analysis if you want. Yeah, um, I just thought. The movie's a big case of design over story, which I don't. Uh, for especially oh, for an yeah. animated movie, I cannot condone. Like the villain, of the movie <laughs> is this snidely whiplash guy with a mustache and uh-huh. a weird outfit and a bowler hat. But he's like he's like this little kid turns to him just cause. That's what I mean. Like, what the fuck was that kid's deal? Like. like- how does he go from that kid to that guy? Yeah, exactly. They designed a villain and they're like, let's have this kid be that villain, but like there's no in between. It doesn't make any sense. There's
1: no there's no yeah, there's
0: no <laughs> Like why would he grow a, sn- a snidely whiplash mustache? I
1: I agree. That I had a huge problem with that. And then like, I don't know. I don't know. That it would be interesting to watch that movie because it's been eleven years since I've seen it, and I would love to just analyze it again. Yeah. But it that movie I don't know if that's based on, like, a book or I something. Think it is. Okay. Well, you know, base it more on the book.
0: <laughs> or some, But also, the Robinsons themselves, I feel, are also a case of design over over story, because they're uh-huh. all wacky characters that don't make any sense, <laughs> which is fine if you want that. I think a lot of my trouble with it is that, like, you know, we are shown, like, 30 years prior or whatever, the world is a normal place. Uh-huh. And then, like, 30 years later, it's this weird hellscape where, like, people are, like... yeah. Have giant I, trains and there's like weird plant people and like squid monsters and like this guy has like shoots meat meatballs out of a cannon. It's like what <laughs> the hell is happening? When did this happen? Wow, it doesn't feel like an organic story, you know. I mean, it has
1: like semi-favorable reviews. Well, the don't trust thing about
0: animated movies and reviews. Sure, is it's like, That's colorful. Kids like it. Fuck. Well, know. but
1: this is also 2007, and it's like pre. I think pre or really maybe right around the beginning of like online movie reviewing and stuff. Right. So, I mean like 6.9 out of 10. Okay. That's, that's about right. Uh, 67% out of a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: I still, like. I think Rotten Tomatoes and animated movies. I do think there's a degree of sure. leniency yeah. that they are given because yeah. they're like, you know, it's for babies. So, uh,
1: and it made 169.3 million
0: back. Which I don't think is great. If That's worldwide, then no, right? It might be. It might not be. What is it? It might be hold on. Yeah, that might be just domestic. Well, it says USD. Well, that doesn't. That's just the the money. Doesn't that? Oh yeah, that's true. Because I can see. Well, four hundred million is a lot, but I guess the Great Showman was around for a while, so it could make four hundred million.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know either. Um, I wish they had. I wish they would just differentiate that, like right off the bat. That could nowadays. be worldwide. It could have been a big failure. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, um, I I haven't heard about it being a success. So,
1: yeah. So I mean, it it was. It, you know what's interesting about that movie? It's just it's a very like transitional like. Yeah, it, it was it was in between these two Disney Renaissance eras, right? Sort of like uh, uh you well, know, it's like
0: twelve years removed from the, the Black
1: Land. Cauldron or something, right? Oh,
0: yeah, it's like I think. Well, the Disney Renaissance I kind of feel ended around ninety five, with a couple of. There gems was a, in between. The, I mean, the, the there was proper, a downswing. The there proper was... Disney Renaissance, I think, ended with The Lion King, and then there's. I feel like, like Mulan's pretty good, and like all those movies. There's, there's a couple of gems, but the actual proper like height was sure. there. And then you got like uh, the Emperor's New Groove and Lilo and Stitch, which are great. But then, um, like by, I think Home on the Range, Chicken Little. No, that, that well, that's, that's and that's, those came. Count- that's a low period. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and I would say yeah. I mean, like if we're talking like the actual big quality act, like the actual Disney Renaissance movies that everybody sort of, uh, the recognizable movies, right. That people name off the bat. I mean, like little mermaid, uh, Aladdin, lion King, and, uh, beauty and the beast. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's really those four, but since they, like they, they 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 created a lot of momentum for the movies after them, which I think was sort of like a cool down period. Like, like you mentioned, like Mulan. I mean,
0: Mulan was and they're they're still good movies, right? No, like Mulan's a pretty. A, uh, Hercules,
1: I thought was was a fun good movie.
0: Yeah, like I don't think um, like I don't like Tarzan at all, but eh, that's just me. Yeah, um, like it wasn't until like I said, like till they got to like the mid to like early two thousands where they really started to get kind of.
1: Well, and I not told you I saw Treasure Planet recently, right? Did I tell you that? I don't
0: think you did. Now, I want to go on record and say I'm not a fan of Treasure Planet. I thought I would be, and I wasn't. I like the... F- <laughs> Until they get to Treasure Planet, I like the movie. And once they get to Treasure Planet, I turn on that movie pretty hard. Listen, man. Like, yeah. Okay. There's like,
1: there, <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't talked about this. Because the, the, this was something I was really looking forward to talking about. And I just forgot. How long ago was it? This
0: is about like a month ago, maybe. Oh, we could have talked about last episode where we fucked around and looked at I ligers. No, I...
1: <laughs> um, okay. The thing about Treasure Planet, I thought there was a, a lot of cool stuff. There was like the whole weird like city on a crescent moon or something. There was like yeah, no, the,
0: the design of the movie is
1: awesome. Yeah, like the mixed media thing. Like I thought that was pretty cool. That
0: was um the. I just know him as uh, Ron and John. I forget the last names, but uh, they they did they did. I um, think they did Little Mermaid, and well, the the most recent one was Moana. That was like their really big like passion project, apparently. Oh, yeah. they've been trying to make for years, and they kept getting like pushed off and pushed off until they finally got to make it, and then it was I think to this day one of Disney's biggest bombs flops. Yeah.
1: Well, and honestly, dude, deser-
0: deservedly so. I I, think there are more deserving flops in the Disney Well, sure.
1: But what I mean is it's definitely, like, I don't think that movie holds a candle to something like, for example, Lion King, right? Oh, but
0: most movies don't in general. Like,
1: um... Okay, so with Treasure Planet, there's one thing, there's two major things. And one of them bummed me out, and one of them creeped me out. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so... They... The, okay, so what <laughs> what happens first creeps me out, and it's basically the main character goes aboard this pirate ship. He meets the captain. It's
0: not really a pirate ship. It's a regular ship. Well, sure, I'm whatever. i just semantics. It's a, it's a
1: regular ship with pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he meets the captain, and and they somehow get into a conversation about how this kid didn't have a dad, mm-hmm. Right. But it was like this two-minute conversation where the kid's just like, "Yeah, you know, I've never had a dad before." And then the captain's like, "Ah, I'll be your
0: daddy." Oh, you're talking about the cook. You're talking about Long John Silver.
1: Oh, he's the cook, right? Yeah, the yeah. captain's that
0: cat person.
1: Oh, that's
0: right, the cat person. Yeah, yeah. and, and she was cool. She I thought she was cool. And her first mate, Korg.
1: Right, and yeah, and, yeah. Um,
0: it's made of rooks. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So the yeah the cook. Long John Silver, he's in in this very kind of like this this conversation that really wasn't earned at all. And this is what kind of creeped me out about it. is this, is this guy? He's just like ah, I'll be our daddy, right? And then like and then it goes into this montage, and this is the part that bummed me out. It goes into this montage of them kind of like lovingly hanging around, right? Which yeah. is fine, whatever. But like. Um <laughs> over it is is a Goo Goo Dolls song. Oh, I didn't
0: even notice. And I'm
1: like, dude, who <laughs> who had this idea to take a Goo Goo Dolls song and throw it into this movie? And especially like cuz this movie was made in 2002. <laughs> this movie was made in 2002, which I'm sure was Primetime real estate for Goo Goo Dolls. But, dude, if you're watching this movie in 2018, (laughs) it sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. It... And then after that, I'm just like, I cannot, I this movie has just been destroyed for me. I don't know. The,
0: the, whenever they do like an actual piece of modern day music in movies, I'm always like, this is not going to age well. Even no. like the movies I like, like Wreck-It Ralph, the first one, has a piece, uh, like Shop and Drive or whatever it's called. No. It's like a regular song in the middle of the movie. And, and I yeah. love that movie. That's my favorite Disney movie of the most recent years still. And it's just like, this is probably in 20 years, this is not going to age well.
1: Totally. And that's what you. That's why what you got to do is you got to have a you have a you have to have a song that has lasted twenty
0: years. Or you write a song for the movie specifically, like Zootopia. Or
1: yeah, or yeah, yeah, or you know, it, but yeah, you can't. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I
0: mean, you can just get lucky and get like a timeless classic as your song, you know. But yeah, I think that's what everyone's hoping for.
1: Um, but that movie, that movie was an odd. It was an odd kind of empty movie, Treasure Planet. I, I
0: think it's like a hair better than Atlantis.
1: <laughs> yes, I'll agree with that.
0: Atlantis bummed me out so much as a kid because he's like, oh, man, we're going to get this cool-ass submarine. Ten minutes later, submarine blows up. I'm like, the fuck? Well, and then there's a whole, yeah. I and then know. they get to Atlantis. Like the movie, that part, until the submarine blows up, even, even them going in the caves and stuff is pretty cool. And when they get to Atlantis... The whole movie is just like, well, I might as well stop, yeah, because it's super boring.
1: Yeah, and then there's the whole third act thing where it's just like a a big clusterfuck of like flying ships and stuff, and I don't know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I remember I I, did, I rewatched a lot of Disney's forgotten classics like a few like two or three years ago, and they were like every time I was like it's forgotten for a reason. I see, okay, <laughs> well maybe this one no, nope, it's forgotten for a reason. I see, like you know, I like watched like almost all of their their B list and I was just every time I was like I see no one talks about this or I yeah
1: and that's the thing you know one one thing you can always rely on in most cases i'd say in 95% of of cases if you don't hear about something there's there's a reason
0: yeah i mean like i'd watched them all when they came out i should say is upon reo just rewatching them to see yeah if they held up the only disney movie i haven't seen in that line of Disney movies, it's Home on the Range. I have not seen that one. I haven't seen it either. I've seen every other Disney movie since the Renaissance. I okay. think the only Disney movies I haven't seen are the proper ones. Well, first of all, I learned that Dinosaur is apparently, one of the main canon Disney movies. One of the 50-some... That movie, Dinosaur.
1: What do you mean, main canon?
0: Like, Disney Animation Studios has, like, their movies they make. Because, oh. like, you, you don't count movies like... Um, like a goofy movie or those kind of things, like the what you don't count goofy movies because they're not made by Disney Animation Studios. So this is the Disney Animation Studios movies that oh, they gotcha. make, and it's like fifty-two now, I guess. Really? Okay.
1: Wow. So. Okay.
0: But huh. like, apparently, dinosaurs is one of them. Which uh, it's like I gotta rewatch the movie. It probably looks terrible.
1: Eh, you know, I don't remember More, that movie being too great. Just
0: as a CG yeah. kind of uh, time capsule thing, because you know me, I do like. CG
1: they were uh, that movie was uh, interesting because it was really kind of like hyper uh, hyper rendered uh, dinosaurs Mm -hmm. almost to the point where they looked like kind of like hand puppets or something Um, I don't know it was design wise I just feel like it it didn't suffer or it did suffer I'm sorry It, it suffered design wise that was a movie that came out in two thousand. Your favorite year for uh, movies? It's a, dark
0: tri- it's a dark time for movies.
1: Yeah, and that uh, <laughs> was that a f- no? That made some money three hundred forty nine point eight million back. That for that time, then I great, mean, even
0: though I mean, for that time, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, um, the, so I, I I've seen that. So the, the, I haven't seen Home on the Range. I haven't seen Oliver and Company. I haven't seen that. I don't remember. I believe I've seen The Aristocats, but I can't remember a goddamn thing about it, <laughs> other than being other than the clips I see nowadays of it being horribly racist. Oh, really?
1: Um, never saw Brother Bear. Oh, Brother Bear is
0: awful. I never
1: hear about it, so I just, yeah, I just assumed.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I that was also in that list of movies. Like, it, it was like Netflix when they used to have Disney movies. We're like, oh, I'll watch all these. Ooh, Brother Bear. Oh, but <laughs> it, it does some pretty cool things. Like, it changes color, uh, color palette, and aspect ratio when he becomes a bear, which is pretty sweet. Oh. But... Now, that movie was
1: the last of their 2D for a while, wasn't it? Uh, Princess or the was Frog, it open If range. you want to
0: consider it.
1: Well, Princess and the Frog was advertised as being their comeback for 2D animation. I remember... Because there was a big gap. There was maybe, like... F-
0: I think... Well, Home on the Range was the last 2D one.
1: Okay, so Home on the Range was the I, last one. If, if, if
0: I recall correctly.
1: Okay. Because that... I, there was a gap though. If I remember correctly,
0: Yeah, it was Home on the Range I think. When was that? So that was 2004. Then they and had then, Chicken Little and then um And
1: then Princess and the Frog was 2008. No, that was no, it was later. It's 9, 2009.
0: 2009, that's right. Uh yeah, they had Home on the Range, and then they had the 2CG ones, and they had or two and then they had three cuz they did Bolt too. Then they had Princess and the Frog. Which apparently was interesting, what I understand is that cuz John Lasseter was like we're going to bring 2D back and everyone at Disney was like, "Nah." Oh yeah. It's like we don't want to get back. They're, like the pipeline's already established for CG. We don't want to have to do this again. Like right. no one's really no one really cares. Let's just keep making CG movies. Also because yeah. CG is a lot easier to change things and work with. It's more malleable. Especially if you have the man if you have the man yeah. if you have the manpower behind like to, to do all the things like modeling and all that stuff, CG is so much more easy to work with.
1: Totally. I mean that's that's the thing is like hand drawn will always be hand drawn. You're not gonna puppet, you're not gonna puppet animate uh you know a feature film right so yeah and so when you yeah it's like for retakes and stuff i imagine it's it's much less of a nightmare to do like yeah so like like redesigns because correct me if i'm wrong i mean you would know this and and i don't um like for rigs is it as easy as just basically updating a rig and then you could just update it for all the shots? Yeah,
0: mo- uh, I don't know exactly how Disney does their their, their stuff, I assume. But in a normal place, everything's referenced in, so it's like you have one master file yeah. that populates everything that you ta- you grab from and like the server knows to look for that. And then if you change that, it will just automatically update right. everything. So it's like, oh, this character, uh, let's give him like, a blue scarf instead of a red scarf. So then it just updates and all the shots. And then it just updates everything.
1: That's fucking amazing. That's so, like, man... That's a,
0: uh, you have to re-render it so everything. much
1: easy well sure yeah but at least you don't have to be going in there and like really meticulously you know swapping shit yeah out. and you can
0: also do things like let's just like for this shot can we just push the camera in a bit you can't do that in 2d it's like can we just redraw the entire frame <laughs> yeah again yeah i mean you could but i guess because it, it's a drawing it kind of maintains definition so you could just put the camera closer and it would probably be the same Maybe, but the lines in would be some thick. the lines would be thicker though.
1: Well, it depends what program you're using. And well, I'm talking also...
0: about like on pencil, pen, pen and paper. Oh, gotcha.
1: Yeah. With that said, however, uh, Lou over the wall, everybody, fun fucking movie. That's a, a, a 2D animated feature film using Flash. Flash at its finest, probably. Are you
0: know, are you sure it's Flash and not Tomb Boom or one of the, one of them. Things?
1: It's Flash.
0: Wow. Or as so I've been told. Animate, as they call it nowadays. Oh yeah. Animate CC. <laughs>
1: It'll always be Flash to me. Does it crash like Flash? Then it's Flash.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I've had worse crashes than other programs. Yeah. <sighs> nah. Well, anyways, if you wanna crash to us, crashes. We are at FilmTasticVoyage.com or com or FilmTasticVoyage on Facebook.
1: Uh, correct. Yeah. Listen, crash us with some comments and some ratings. Just leave so many comments that we, we crash, okay? Uh, the FilmTastic Voyage is a part of a bigger podcast network called the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. You can find... The Filmtastic Voyage on the Let Me Listen Podcast Network, SoundCloud, and also on iTunes. Uh, Be sure to check out all the other fine programming on the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Uh, And again, leave us some uh, comments, some ratings. Be sure to tell your friends about us. Uh, If they love movies, if you love movies, if you love uh, chatterboxing around, hey, we're here for you. Yep. What he said. That's
0: right. Good night, everybody. I heard that. That's your second strike.